Welcome back, Patriots. This is part two of our interview with Ann Vandersteel and Kevin Jenkins. A lot more going on here, so make sure you tune in. If you missed part one, go back and listen to it. Here we go. Yes! You got people around here running around this country talking about they took our constitutional rights. I'm like, what constitutional rights? Having an abortion was not a constitutional right. No, it should have no. never been. It should have never been. It should have never been decided by the higher court. Codified in law. Should have never. But here's the thing, though. I'm so happy that this is happening. I am so happy because now we can talk about what's constitutional, what's not constitutional. Now I'm happy that the Supreme Court has woken up for a little, at least a period of time, to say that the Constitution does mean something. I'm happy now that all of these courts at the lower level, we should be stopping them from acting as activists as opposed to following the letter of the law. And that's what we're getting back to. I think the Supreme Court sent a clear message. You know what? We might have been off the rails, but we're back on the rails now. And we're not going to be making those decisions that you think we are. We're going to follow the Constitution. And guess what, states? We're going to give you back your power. So if you want, if you don't want to have abortions, fun abortions in your state, good. If you want to support abortions in your state, okay. But it's your state that's going to make the decision. Now, in my state, they're now creating, I call them, um, I saw it the other day, abortion tourism. Now, all of these companies <laughs> that are saying they're going to allow you to abort your children and they're going to pay, that is pure evil. And yeah. we should stop funding them. Find other ways not to fund them. I know some of it's complicated, but that to suggest that we're going to pay you more money to go kill your child. And if you're in California, they're setting it up. You can kill your child when it comes out the womb. That is murder. And I'm telling you, black Americans in this country do not subscribe to that. I'm telling you, they do not like it. They don't talk, but do not support that. And they're still having babies, not as much because they're infertile because of all the bad food they're putting in their bodies and all the medicine and they're putting in their bodies. And all, and all the jabs. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you, Joe, this is what some of the best stuff that could have ever happened to this country because the veil has been pulled off. Amen. You had the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, Ugh. nudge a kid out uh. of the way. I mean, from being celebrating her mother being the first Hispanic, I believe, in her district in, 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 the, con in the Congress. She, I mean, you have. These I mean, look, I, I saw it, and I was, and I said, "Look," and she's lucky that she. If I would have been her, and I would have seen her do that to my daughter, Pelosi would have had less teeth, right? If I was, <laughs> if I was her, not not if it was me. Like I'm not saying I would punch her, but I'm saying that you don't touch my child, ever. You don't get to you don't get to to, to push around my child. Now maybe you'd say that's a little harsh, and I would say we need harsh right now. We need we need to get back to. I respect, I respect you saying that. I respect <laughs> you saying that, Joe. One of the things that we've done, Ann and Joe, we've allowed them to con us into this place where we don't want to speak the truth anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, when people talk to me about, you know, well, Kevin, that's kind of harsh. I said, well, I'm going to be even harder tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we have to shame the devil and tell the truth. We all have to go look in that mirror, really look at ourselves in the mirror and say, look what we have done. And if anybody is wholesaling garbage, anybody that's wholesaling hope, anybody that's working for the globalists, anybody that's telling me that I need to give up my body autonomy and my freedom to fit in with a bunch of crazy people, you're out of your mind. And all of those people mm -hmm. that look like me that's out there wholesaling that garbage, they are tools of the oligarchs and they need to be stopped. It is my true Amen. mission in life. 
to stop those people. It's my true mission in life to build a new world for my grandkids. It's my true mission in my life to love you in spite of your color. It's my true mission in life to stand my ground and stand for my God and stand for my family. And if you don't like that, move the hell out of my way. All right, so I gotta I gotta jump into this if we can because I want to talk to you about a lot of things, and we're we we've already gone like fifty minutes, and I and I know I, you got your time is valuable, both of your time is very valuable, but I, I mean I got questions and I got stuff that I want to bring up. So um, if you can put up that uh, that uh, tweet, Mr. Producer, the former Senate Sergeant Arms Michael Stanger died this morning. Uh, he joined the SSA team, SAA team in two thousand eleven after a career with the Secret Service and was appointed SAA in 2018 we we have a video we we have a video that talks about that says pro agitators on january 6th died yesterday uh, and then we have some stuff that we want to show you that related to kind of debunking all of the propaganda out there on the proud boys who said that they were called for peace not for uh violence and of course we already know about um john who uh What's John's last name? John, uh, the the guy spent one day in jail, was in the Capitol. Sullivan. 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 There you go. John Sullivan spent one day in jail. One day. One day in jail. Still has not still still is not facing any charges. Not sitting in jail, and he's out. He's out. It's funny how that is. Ray Epps. Where's so, Ray Epps? Where's Ray Epps? We're calling for everybody to go into the Capitol. No, we need to go into the Capitol, and then and then they praise right. him. So we know that both sides of the aisle, the Republicans and the Democrats, are complicit in the behavior. The wings of the same bird. Wings of the same bird, not pro-America. Installed, selected, not elected, as Mike would say, as we've all been saying. We have this video. I, I want to play it, and then I want to play this video right after, it, and then I'll get your all's thoughts on it. Let's play the Mar Michael Stenger video. The constant give and take of security. There is an opportunity to learn lessons from the events of January 6th. Investigations should be considered as to the funding and traveling what appears to be professional agitators. First Amendment rights should always be considered in conjunction with these investigations. Law enforcement coordination in the National Capital Region. Professional agitators. Mm. And he died. He died. He, and, and by the way, they're not talking about how he died, but he was talking about the fact there was professional agitators. Mm -hmm. And I want to play this for you. This is the video of Proud Boys, a leaked video showing them talking about keeping the peace. These are Proud Boys. Go ahead and play that. That video. There you go. Across the police barrier or across something in order to get to somebody. We're always going to be the ones standing back, right? Um, and we're always going to be the ones to defend. And we've been really good at it. We've been, let, let's be honest, we've been really good at that. It says December 30th, 2020. We need a way to do rallies better. We f***ed up on the 12th. I'm not going to say that we f***ed up royally because a lot of good things happened Pardon on the, the 12th. Pardon the language, guys. Right? Except, uh, whatever. Jeremy's in here that dude uh but but there is there is things that we need to fix and it wasn't because of the 12th it's because moving forward we can't continue to have that issue it will bury the entire club if one huge incident happens um and we're at fault i saw a lot of people going on the offense we're not used to going on the offense that's why it's called self-defense self-defense should always come first you should always defend yourself we shouldn't put ourselves in harm's way Right. We've been known to defend people. I get it. Right. But it doesn't mean that we have to go out and look for it. 
to touch on that subject, <laughs> staying together is probably like the most. Talking about keeping the peace, self-defense. And there's another 15 minutes, but that's the gist. Yeah, so and we'll make that available for everyone. But, but, but what, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, obviously the propaganda they built was completely the opposite of what the pre-brief was, completely the opposite of what was happening. They were there to defend people. They were there to protect people. I, I got to well, tell you, I yeah. was there. Kevin and I were both there. I, I saw the Proud Boys that, there that day. I didn't see them yeah. agitating. In fact, later that evening, I was there in November, I was there in December, and I was there in January for all three rallies. And yes, the Proud Boys were out at night, but guess who else was out at night? Antifa and BLM. And I saw the Proud Boys go and defend people who were being attacked. I witnessed a, a lady get attacked on the sidewalk in Washington, D.C., and the Proud Boys defended her and got that guy off. It was a group of people and, and shoot him away. But, you know, yeah, people got people got injured. But you know what? They didn't start it. They were there to defend. Say what you want about the Proud Boys. The fact of the matter is you look at who's been thrown in jail. You look at who's not thrown in jail. You look at all the evidence that the Capitol, uh, excuse me, that the, uh, con the Congress and Nancy Pelosi doesn't want you to see. And it tells you the story. It's like what we're learning today is you need to know what's really happening. Open up the, the Washington Post, read New York Times, and you just think exact opposite. Think mirror of that, and you know exactly what the truth is. This is what we're learning from the J6 hearings that have been professionally produced, made-for-TV drama. They have not pro pro uh, provided one alternative side of the story to give people any context. So everything they're showing you is exactly what didn't really happen. And they're painting a narrative. And here you see these guys sitting around doing a Zoom call talking about this, uh, you know, before the event, hey, this is what we're not going to do. Here's what we're supposed to do. And it's caught on tape. This is defense 101 for these guys. This is prima facie evidence of what you need to show the real story. And I'm, I'm sorry to say that, you know, again, we don't have a, a country or a legal system or a Congress that's worth anything. Why? Because they're all paid actors. They're not really true public servants. They're either working for the administrative state, like the Department of Justice and agency, or they're paid actors. They're not true public servants under the Constitutional Republic. Because when you're working in DC, you're working for a foreign corporation. That much has been proven over and over and over again. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a travesty that we're even having to have these discussions, Joe and Kevin, right now, because it just shows how far we've fallen. It shows how far we are from the truth of who we really are and who we're really supposed to be. But I do think people are waking up to that. And that's another reason why they're just terrified and gonna, I think we gotta be prepared for more false flag events because as more truth comes out, people mysteriously seem to die. I mean, look what happened to Carrie Made yesterday. Her single engine plane crashed after she testified. And um, thank God she's alive and her boyfriend who's the pilot are alive. But just weird stuff like that happens. How does that even happen? They're it's already not, saying- It's not weird. Suicide watch and she never even had a psych evaluation. Yet yeah. they're putting her in solitary confinement. Gee, let's see, who else died in prison that was related to all we had In right, solitary confinement. In solitary confinement. Yeah. Yeah. They're painting the narrative. They're, I mean, it's just so obvious now how people can't see this. It's ridiculous. Yet yeah, these yeah, people are going to get away. I don't think so. This is this is no. the same tactic they use through history. First, if they can't destroy, if they can't humiliate you, they try to destroy you. And if they can't right. destroy you, they try to criminalize you. And what they're right. doing with the Proud Boys, what they're doing with the Proud Boys is saying, okay, this is the group that's in truth, so we have to destroy them. Black Lives Matter and Antifa, it's okay because they are our personal army to create the coup that needs to be created in this country. Right? So I am quite aware of that. So they're going after the Proud Boys because the Proud Boys, listen, I was, I was, I, they did security for me. 
These are some great human beings. They're not talking about destroying America. They're not promoting violence. I would never be with a group that promoted violence. But let me tell you something. But Black Lives Matter and what Antifa did to this country last year, going into those corridors and destroying those properties and, and vandalizing homes and scaring people and violence, why aren't they being, you know why they're not being prosecuted? Because they work for the global tyrants. They're the instruments of the global tyrants. That's why we notice every day, no one's talking about them anymore. A lot more people are saying, wait a minute, we don't want to be involved in that violence. We thought we were doing the right thing. Now and every day, new things come out about COVID. Now and everything, more, every day, things come out about the Biden family. Everything comes about the Cleveland. All of it's true. The word conspiracy has left the building. You don't hear anybody saying conspiracy anymore, right? <laughs> I always say the greatest conspiracy is ignorance. But you don't hear anybody saying conspiracy anymore because every day the truth comes out. Yeah. Well, they can't say that now. But, we, but, but, there, but there's even more. There, there's even more. There's more. Guys, there's, there's way more. Way more. Way, way, way more, more. Because we can't even trust people on our own side that said that they're out there to protect the American interest. We can't to trust people that use nunchucks. You know who I'm talking about, Brnovich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? sitting on a mountain of evidence, doing nothing about it. Come nothing. on. Nothing. He, he is a nothing. part of the controlled opposition, and he's he lying. Is. He's lying, and he continues to lie. Lie, 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 lie. Okay, so let me, let, me, let, let, me, let me share something with you. We have a video, and this is of the ballot trafficking that happened in Arizona, and then I'm going to tell you the significance of it, and then get your thoughts on it. Like, there's everything, every day, it's just more, more. I mean, yesterday, a guy that was convicted of or arrested over 100 times for shoplifting, let go with mm -hmm. no bail again. 100 times he's been arrested. Let go again. Right? The two traffickers, two traffickers that are, that are from Mexico, 150,000 pills, enough pills to kill millions of Americans of fentanyl. You know what they did to them? Let him go. They let him go. 150,000 pills. Let them go back on the streets. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IP Vanish on a limited device at the same time without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's and and for our listeners, they're they're offering an incredible seventy percent off your yearly plan to our listeners with a thirty day money back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off if you're using like ring apps or things like that you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized ip address but um that's just something you just learn when you get it but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are uh, so go to ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily you do have to use the slash daily so ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily and claim your 70 percent savings and then you see this go ahead and play this video Gary Garcia Snyder takes us through the undercover footage in, in ballot mules in Arizona. So right here, what you see is Guillermo Fuentes. 
These are pictures She's, uh, of people that are mayor of San Luis, Arizona. standing uh, there. School board member and also, this is the mayor and uh, school the board. Zoning of the city. Gellermina Fuentes. One of the constituents noticed that she didn't have anything in her hands before she went over there to the water. Now she has a ballot herself. Uh, the constituents taking out her ID. Guillermo uh, Fuentes is giving her a little paper that says these three names to vote for. Notice she's already voted inside, so why is she taking a um, ballot to go inside and deposit it? She's helping this lady so she has an excuse to go inside and drop it off in the ballot box itself. Right here in this video, you see a school board member, Rosa Valera, Guillermo Fuentes from the previous videos. She's the, like I said, the ex-mayor San Luis school board member. This is a neighbor that lives right next to uh, Guillermo Fuentes. This is Alma Yadira Juarez. If you notice, she has a ballot in her left hand when she turns. You notice Guillermo Fuentes has no ballots. You notice the mask, you notice the gloves only on Rosa Valera. She's passing over information who should be voted for. She receives it. The gentleman right there is a looker up. He's looking out that makes sure people are not paying attention or recording anything of any issue or police or law enforcement. That's what the guy's there for. Uh, she's pulling out her, her ID to show, to show them that she has an ID to vote. Once we go a little bit forward to this video, please watch the two hands of Guillermo Fuentes right here. And also remember this lady still had a ballot in her left hand. So we noticed the, the ballot was received from Almia Juarez. Now, the Attorney General said there was no forgery. He couldn't, he couldn't find it. There was no uh, conspiracy to commit fraud. I believe that right there is forgery. You know, you sign the ballot, you sign the other ballot. Look at everyone else. They're not even scared. They're not nervous in any way. There you go. You see the ballot plain and easy. Pushes it back in. Even takes her time to lick it with the water. So right there, just right there is, is forgery. But now this is where, this is the only case that they only said we got her for four ballots because there was four ballots right there. Just right there. But we notice if you zoom into this video, there's another 10 ballots right there. So this Adelina Watt is taking a ballot she already had plus four. This has been happening every day, all day, for the past 20 years in San Luis, Arizona. But on this day, I was lucky enough to listen to David Lada and tell me exactly what I was gonna watch. And my faith, my God, led me to this right here to get this video, because at the end of the day, good will succeed. And right now, out of the two indictments that we have, if you notice my hat, it says, my mules are behind bars little speech two out of 37 because we have 37 people individuals in my videos not just these right here we still have some more videos that are being used by the attorney general to do indictments it took two years to do indictments right here sooner or later we'll show you a document where it said i had it since 2020 exactly what i saw in these videos everything i turned over to the attorney general and it's a miraculously after two years now he's barely starting to put some work in. all right go ahead and take this it down. Is a, What's your thoughts on that, guys? Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> I gotta tell you, when I, when, yeah, I, when I 
when I see video like that, it makes my blood boil. But it, this is part and parcel what the establishment, not the left, not the right, the establishment, all of them have yeah. relied upon for decades now because it keeps them in power. We all know Joe Biden never left the basement during the campaign for 2020. He didn't have to because they had it in the bag. And the cocktail was more than just ballots and mules and all this stuff. There was a lot of things that went into that cocktail to, to, to facilitate the fraud. However, the ballot mules, the ballot harvesting, the ballot trafficking has been going on forever. And it's great oh, that you. we're finally using the James O'Keefe, you know, guerrilla warfare style journalism to capture this stuff. And I say this because I'm a James O'Keefe, uh, you know, protege. I work for him. And I can tell you, this is what is needed to get the truth out there because the mainstream media is paid by the same people who are installing the crooks in power that are on the take, that the same people that are making sure the globalist, big pharmaceutical companies, big agriculture, big tech, all of it stay in power. It's all about the power. So it's up to us, we the people, which is what I said earlier, we have got to come together. So we have this incredible gentleman putting these videos together and now showing you that in Arizona, they have irrefutable, undeniable evidence of ballot trafficking and what is the attorney general, the man who is supposed to be the top cop of the state of Arizona, Mark Brnovich, what has he done about any of it? Zero, except sit on it, squash it, move it around his table like, you know, like kids with a plate of peas. They don't want to eat the peas. They push them around to make it look like something's happening. Zero is happening. The peas are still on the plate and you still have fraud. I got to give a hat tip, by the way, to Jovan Pulitzer. He had a heck of a show last night in Arizona. Carrie Lake was there. Uh, Liz Harris was there. These are people that are, you know, in there, Bobby Python. These are people that are doing real work to expose election fraud, defend Florida. There's so many organizations. Joe, you've done a boatload of work. This is real stuff that's going on. And if you don't have prosecutors and you don't have top cops in your state, they're going to do anything about it. Where do you go to adjudicate this? And it comes back to we, the people, we've got to stand up that apparatus. So I've said my piece, Kev, you're well, up. Well, I live in New Jersey. I live in New Jersey and I've seen the election stolen my whole life. And when people walk around saying we have fair elections, I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, I really don't know what to say anymore. I mean, ballot harvesting has been going on in New Jersey for decades. Now, what Ann did say is true. People are now paying attention to it. I believe that. Listen, I grew up in politics. I grew up, I know what's going on in these in these polling sites. Now it's blazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible now. You got senior citizens stealing the elections now in buildings. Senior citizens in their buildings working for the global tyrants to steal. Now, they'll be the first one to say, oh, my ancestors died to vote. No, they were murdered. They were voting for a purpose. You're stealing votes. Don't compare yourself to good people. So in New Amen. Jersey, I'm used to ballot harvesting. Been going on for decades. But what Ann said is important. We're now starting to pay attention. I always wanted to develop this program called Cell Phone Democracy. Like every time you go into a polling site, you take that cell phone. You know what they tell you? Oh, you can't use cell phones in here. Why can't I? Why can't I? Why can't I? Where, where does it say I can't use a cell phone? Well, they say it's the law. Where? Show me where it's the law. Cell phone democracy. Go into those polling sites and show what people are doing. It keeps them honest. And the other thing I was thinking about doing for next year or next, using cops as my polling. If I ever ran an election, I would use, I would hire cops to come in and work the polling sites, to be my people at the polling sites. 
So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medicare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now, they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Well, it just seems to get worse and worse as we go on because Brnovich, just so you know, decided not to charge them with forgery. And that's exactly what they were doing in harvesting ballots. Now, the, one of the things that has, has concerned me is that we've taken our eyes away from the machines in certain instances and not talked about all the things that have come out of these voting machines. And the radical left and the media, um, and guys, we need to talk about this because what they're doing is saying we're election deniers and that uh, the, the machines are safe. And so we, uh, we are organizing a lawsuit against uh, them for defamation because they have defamed us. They're saying there's oh, yeah. no evidence, right? So they have defamed us. They know that there's evidence out there. And they're knowingly per per perpetuating the fact that they're saying that, that we're election deniers and we're talking about. So we feel like we have enough evidence that collectively we can have a lawsuit of all the people who have been defamed and we can literally go after them and we can start with the, the Washington Post and the New York Times and all of these individual peoples that call us names and say these things about us because they've, they've harmed us. There's, there's great harm, right? And then we start yeah. dropping lawsuits for true defamation, for, for true emotional distress that's been created on some people. I mean, there are some people that just can't handle it, right? And so, so I think that's the next step is that we have to step back in and say, because then they have to prove, we, we get to show the evidence. They, they have to prove that, that we were election deniers and that we are conspiracy theorists. They have to prove it. It's called lawfare, well, Joe. That's we got to engage in lawfare. They've been using it, right, yeah. Kevin? They've been using lawfare beautifully to get us all tangled right. up and afraid and on defense. The heck with that. Let's go on offense, man. Let's use their same tactics against them. Saul Alinsky wrote yeah. a book, Rules for Radicals. Well, it's just, it, those That's radicals right. can be radical conservatives, and we're like, we're done. You know, just read the book, everybody. Pick it up, and let's go right back at them. But we go back at them with the truth, period, dot. Well, yeah. they're, running, they're running scared now because they know they're going to have the, their day in court. I think what you're doing, Joe, is perfect. I actually want to sue them in the U.K. When they put me on a disinformation 12 list, I loved it. Because I want, to, I want to sue them in the UK because their defamation laws are completely different. But in this country, we have the, right now, with all of the information that we have, with all of the proof that we have, we have the opportunity right now to be game changers and making sure this never happens again. Yeah, well, I, th I think it starts with them recognizing the harm that they've done to this nation and that the class yeah. action lawsuits that should be pushed against the mainstream media and tech companies uh, for the American people, for the for the harm that they've done to us by lying to us. I think that we, we, we need to file those lawsuits against those big tech companies. Mm -hmm. I think that if we did that, 
it would push them into a place where they have to provide us evidence. We, we, get, we get to subpoena emails. We get to look at how they are are suppressing people in the media. And I think we okay. do it in a class action way because I think the, the American people, we deserve to have truth. And they've been lying. They've been weaponizing against us. So why wouldn't we use laws? And why wouldn't we use the court system? Now, we know that 80% or 70% of the courts are, are corrupt. We know it. But it doesn't matter. we we got to get people in this country to stand up and say, were you harmed by what they did in COVID? Were you harmed by what they did in the election? Have you lost because of these leaders? And then we name every one of those leaders. We name them. And we develop lawsuits, and we sue them all collectively. they gotta, they got to litter and individually. And we go after their families and their homes. I, I think that, frankly, we, we got to make it expensive and hard on them, and the American people have to have some sort of mechanism by which to do that. I think that is the next step. And I'm saying it here on the show, but enough is enough. Yeah, well, do me a favor. Joe, I agree Jump with you. Me. I agree with you on that. We got to use, you know, as an American state national, I'm now a free woman. I'm no longer a, a corporate entity. I'm not uh, part of that corporate matrix anymore. Uh, they don't have, they don't control my straw man anymore, essentially, that they corporate, they monetized and, and made millions of dollars off my trust based on my straw man, dead entity, all caps name. So I have a, there's two tactics, two school of thoughts. You can use your straw man to, to wage a lawsuit and do lawfare. And you can also use the true bill status where you send them a bill for your time based mm -hmm. on, the, on, the, on the statutes and the laws that they've broken and how much they're worth. There is standard deviation numbers for all this stuff. And you just total it up and go, this is what it cost me uh, for what you did to me. And you send in your affidavit and you, you notarize this stuff and then you start sending them bills. And when your affidavit is unrebutted, you file that in the court of law saying it's a summary judgment for an affidavit of, unre you know, it's unrebutted affidavit, summary judgment, boom. They, they obviously agree that they were wrong in these areas. Now I'm going to start sending you a bill and I'm going to use the true bill countdown, 90 days, 60 days, 30 days, 15, three, boom. When they don't pay the bill, I'm going to court and saying, here's my summary judgment of the affidavit and all the grievances I had and what it was worth. They didn't rebut. It's true. This is an affidavit of truth and fact in a court. And here's the bill. I did it you know, professionally with the true bill status. This is what it's worth. That judge has to render in your favor. It's there's if no ands or buts about it. And guess what? A state nationals, that process has worked. And it's essentially using the system that they created against them because you know why? They don't even understand their own rules and they think we're so inconsequential it doesn't matter until you finally get your day in court. And then boom, you've turned that article one court into an article three court a common court of common law where actually your voice does matter because you a living person a living woman a living man excuse me are representing yourself you're not a straw man anymore it's a beautiful thing amen amen well i have one last thing that i want to go over with you guys and i know we've gone over but I, I have i talked to you off the air about this book called the doctrine of the lesser magistrates and i talked to you about the 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 godly way by which this book was put in front of me in front of me and i felt like it that this, you know, I had all, I've always talked about getting in the gap and you talk about getting in the gap, Kevin, you talk about getting in the gap, you know, but, but people accuse me of being violent as a result of that. They would say, Joe, you're, you're, you're inciting violence. And I was like, no, I'm not. And they're like, well, what does getting in the gap mean? You're going to grab your ARs. Who are you going to shoot? I mean, everyone would say it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I got my guns. I'm ready to go. And we don't have to be violent. And so they sent me this book, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates by Matthew Chuella. And, you know, many people, influencers across the country, after I started talking about this, have started talking about it. I mean, a lot. Like, there's a lot. And there's a lot that, Kevin, that have been doing this for the last year, talking about the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates. It just finally got to me. And then I just went and talked to everybody about it. 
I was like, listen, and it says a proper resistance to tyranny is a re repudiation of unlimited obedience to civil government. Um, this book was written in 2013. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because there are parts in this book that my friend said to me. He goes, Joe, this book reminded me. You've probably already read it. I hadn't. Chapter one. Chapter one starts about, starts talking about this thing called the gap. Mr. Producer, if you could put up the In the Gap um, at, uh, that I sent to you, the first one. I want to read something to you guys. Um, I got a couple of pages to read to you. But this is page one. It got my attention. I was listening on Audible. I was driving back from Houston from a speaking event uh, back to San Antonio to my home there. Um, but it's, how does the rule of law relate to the lesser magistrates as America and all of the West crumbles because it has spurned the law of God as the rule of law? We will be presented with an opportunity where godly lesser magistrates will need to stand in the gap. They will need to interpose on the sake of, for the rule of law, for the sake of the people they represent to defy bad law. Present-day magistrates need to know of the lesser magistrate doctrine so the conscious prods them more vigorously in their duties and responsibilities in the sight of God. They will then be prepared to act in defense of the people they represent. The people also need to understand the lesser magistrate doctrine so that when the lesser magistrates stand, they will rally around them and not let them hang there blowing in the wind. When the lesser magistrates act, there will be those that will be accused them of anarchy and chaos. Because Americans have heard the mantra their entire lives, we are a nation of law, we must respect the rule of law. What did President Trump say after January 6th? We had to respect law and order. I mean, yeah. it, 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 right? But the problem is, Joe, we don't even, we're not obeying the real law. And there right. is no order. We're trying right. to make order out of chaos. Just because, you know, when Trump talks about respecting the law, respecting the police, he's talking about those that are upholding their oath to the Constitution, which is right. to protect us we the Absolutely. people we are the government that they are to protect we make the laws we get our rights from god we make the government we make the laws the supreme court's supposed to uphold them etc this is it's pretty straightforward we people have forgotten how it all works and it's really not that complicated when you think about it in terms of logical sense it makes total logical sense so trump talking about it and he's right you know what we're finding out now is you know, we the people are the doctrine of the less, lesser magistrate when we stand up as the government. Right. What we have become is we have we've given away and we've, Slaves. We've, we've worshiped the doctrine of the greater magistrate, which is of the administrative state that has nothing to do with law and order at all. That's tyranny, yeah. absolute fascism, really, when you have global corporations and government coming together, as we've seen in the last two years. I don't need to be more clear than that. That's fascism, folks, and we have become servants to fascism and we've let them rule us. So, oh, you got your screen up here. Awesome. Go yeah, ahead, so Joe. The, so this also goes in and says, but what if the, the just, what, just what you're saying, but what if unjust, and you haven't read the book, so you're saying exactly what's yeah. in the book, um, but it says, what if the unjust or tyrannical law has been made? Are we to respect it just because the state declares to be quote, the law of the land, unquote, or we passively stand by and conform. Western history exclaims a resounding no from Thomas Aquinas, who declared that an unjust law is no law at all to the Nuremberg trials where unquestioned obedience to man's law was soundly condemned. Now, that was chapter one. If you go to chapter two, and this is the last two that I'll read you, and I'll tell you what the plan is, because it, it, and you, you just, you just, you describe the plan. The plan. We are the plan. We are the We're plan. The plan. We, we, We're the plant. Listen, we, we, are, we are both the problem and the solution. And when we work the problem, Correct. we have to work the problem at the problem, right? So uh, rooted in interposition, chapter two. So this says the doctrine of the lesser magistrates is rooted in the historical biblical doctrine, doctrine of interposition. By the way, Martin Luther King did this a lot. 
Interposition mm-hmm. is that calling of God which causes one to step into the gap, willingly placing oneself between the oppressor and his intended victim. Interposition is demonstrated when someone or some group interposes or positions themselves between an oppressor and the intended victim. It can be done verbally or physically. The lesser magistrate demonstrates the doctrine of interposition by placing oneself between the tyrant or bad law and the people. When Petronius defied Caligula, he was performing an act of interposition for the lesser magistrate on behalf of the Jews. To demonstrate his act of interposition, Petronius actually called the Jews to meet with him in Tiberias. When the Jews arrived, they were horrified to see Petronius' army, two legions, assembled before them. The Jews stood on one side while the army stood on the other, and Petronius stepped between them. He then informed the Jews that the army was assembled under the authority of Emperor Caligula, who had ordered the army to war against and destroy them. Caligula. 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 By the way, I do have problems with some words. Like I don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. It's Caligula for your for your audience listening on podcast. Uh, Who have ordered the army to war against and destroy them if resistance was made and having the image placed before the temple? Then Governor Petronius went on to say, uh, "Hold on, got this one." Yet I do not think to have such a regard for my own safety or honor to refuse to sacrifice them, his own safety and honor, for your preservation, who are so many in number, and endeavor to preserve the regard that is due to your law, which has come down to you from your forefathers. So, so do you esteem it worthy of your utmost contention to preserve it, nor with the supreme assistance and power of God will I be so hardy as to suffer your temple to fall into contempt by the means of the imperial authority. I will therefore send to... Caligula, <laughs> thank you, and let him know what your resolutions are, and I will assist your suit as far as I am able, that you may not be exposed to suffer on account of honest designs that you propose to yourself, and may God be your assistant, for his authority is beyond all con- con- contrivance and power of men. Governor Petronius illustrated his interposition by standing between the emperor's soldiers and the Jews. He took a stand between an unjust law and the people. The interposition of the lesser magistrate requires a willingness to risk personal security for the sake of justice. Such risk is paramount to the lesser magistrate's doctrine. Scripture and history are loaded with acts of interposition. In Exodus chapter 1, Pharaoh ordered that all male Hebrew newborns should be killed by their midwives. The midwives refused to do so and even employed deceit to cover up their refusal to comply with his order. They interposed on behalf of the helpless babies and stood in defiance, in defiance of tyranny. Um, so that's the plan. Here's where we are, folks. Are you going to stand in the gap in defiance of tyranny? The great news is... We really are the greater magistrate because there's more of us than there are of them. That's we right. only have right. to realize that. That's it. Once we recognize that and recognize people stand for life, we're not pro-death, we're pro-life. We stand for medical freedom. We stand for freedom and everything. We understand God gives us our rights. Once you internalize that and understand that you created the government, not the other way around, government gives you privileges that you're paying for, by the way, your social security check, your Medicare, your Medicaid. Somebody funded that, and that was the taxpayer, which was you at one time, whether you're paying taxes or not now. So it's, we got, we're going to flip this paradigm around so that people understand we are the government. They serve us. It all ends when we just say no. And when we come together and stand in unity and we chant outside their offices all together on one beautiful day, which I think is coming very, very soon. A great unity rally is, is upon us. I think it's going to happen, and I believe that that's when they're going to go, Wow, there's more of them than there are of us, and that's when we win. Because so I, I it, think, know, I think we have to then. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors too. That's Axos Bank. Um, I'm excited to have found this bank, and I've done a lot of research on this bank, and um, I'm supposed to have another conversation with them tomorrow because I'm, I'm really interested in how they 
uh, are going to protect people. I'm really interested in protecting people and their ability to protect their money. I'm not sure that the banking system related to the bigger banks would ever do that. It's one of the reasons why I've never been a part of any big banks. I, I gave that up nearly 20 years ago. Um, but I found this bank, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day 2000. They're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American tradition. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can also get a, a $150 bonus if you open one by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Uh, if you go to axosbank.com daily for full details, that's A-X-O-S bank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus, all you need is a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Uh, so Access Bank is federally insured. Member FDIC in there for us, all of us, accessbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. We have to examine the problems. Problems are CRT. Problems are critical, you know, our gender fluidity. The problems are that our elections are stolen. People are selected, not elected. And then we have to examine right. what the problem is with that and the fact that mail-in ballots are are fraudulent. There's no chain of custody. Those ballots are used to harvest and and to create false or or, or manufactured ballots that are then tied back to dead voters and things that are put on the rolls in order to bloat them right before an election. We also can talk about the voting machines and the fact that they are corrupt. They are built to defraud the American people and to create a fixed outcome. We can talk about those things. And then we have to say, how do we get rid of them? And so the plan is that we go to 100 cities over 100 days. We go two by two. We send in groups of people to teach different groups about what it means to be the lesser magistrates. And we're not going to rely on the magistrates. We're going to go in, and we're going to remove the machines. And we're going to tell them they're not using mail-in ballots. And we're going to create a system of this is what the return is. Number one, we shrink the precincts. Number two, we go to paper ballots. Number three, the, the, the voting day becomes a federal holiday. People are not going to work on that day. They need to go vote. Number four, we create an environment where all of the, the results are posted online from those different precincts, and it's fully yeah. transparent, and that they have to sign off and agree to those numbers, and they have the ability to go back in and look at it where everyone else is looking at it, and then we have the ability to audit and look at those numbers. And because it's paper ballots, and because we've shrunken the precincts to two to 500, up to 2,000 in certain areas, and because we've created an environment where a Republican, a Democrat, and an independent, they can count those very easily, very easily, and we don't have the machines, it's fully audible. It's an audible system. And you say, right. well, I don't have an ID. It's really simple. Only Americans can vote. There is no, if you're, you're an illegal alien, you don't get to vote, right? And if, you, if an ID is a problem, we sent $43 billion to, to uh, Ukraine. We sent another $70 billion over in, in foreign aid that was bled out of the American people. We can spend a couple hundred million dollars a year making sure everyone has access to an ID. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, so, and build so, the wall. So that's the plan, right? The plan is, is that we become the place of interposition. We stand between the tyrants and the tyranny and the people that they intend to hurt. And we get people in their communities to walk into schools with 2,000 people. We walk into the precincts with 2,000 people and where it's nonviolent. We give the police a choice too. Are you going to be in a place of interposition, stand in the gap with us? Are you with the tyrants or are you? And they said, well, I'm just doing my job. Well, no, no, no. No, That's no, no. not acceptable. You don't get to just do your job, right? And here's your, here's your paper that tells you what your rules are. We're going to be nonviolent, and we've got 2,000 people here. Violence begets violence. You do violence to us. What you do to one of us, you do to all of us. What you touch, you touch one of us, you touch all of us. Another person of interposition, and I want, then I'll, I'll wrap up, get your thoughts on this, is a guy named Ammon Bundy. They went to the BLM in Nevada, and they tried to mm -hmm. confiscate 
all of his cattle for grazing on land that did not belong to BLM that they confiscated. They took these, 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 for generations these cows have been grazing there. And the BLM came in and tried to confiscate his animals. And so Ammon Bundy showed up with 100 people and said, you're not taking the animals. They all had guns. And so the FBI showed up and the BLM showed up and they showed up with 100 people with snipers behind them. And then he said, okay, all right, I got you. And then he came in with another 100 people behind them. He said, we can do this all day. We can do this all day. You're not taking the man's cattle. And they had to stand down because they stood in a place of interposition between the tyrants and the intended victims taking this family. What they do to one, they do to all. We gotta, we gotta establish that ethos. Americans on one side, America first, and the tyrants on the other. And, and that's right. the communists, the, 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 the people who do bad, and the people that were elected. We only have 7,400 people that have been elected in this country. We only have 38,000 magistrates and judges. They have ruled over us, the 330 million, as if we are their slaves. And then we start that's breaking right. down the constructs, and we start saying, listen, what do the people need and want? And it's not lobbyists in Washington, and it's not big pharma, and it's not critical race theory, and not teaching kids that they can be unicorns or that change your, your gender. And it's not psychotropic drugs that, by the way, every mass murderer in this country has been on psychotropic drugs before they committed that crime. Every single one of them. So let's hold people accountable for what they do. Let's strip down the, the, the corporatism that, is, that has gotten into our country and re remove and give back power to the people at the level of the community. So that's my plan. There's a young lady that's been talking about the doctor and lesser magistrate. I'm Trisha Lindsay for the last two years. It's great that you're talking about it because all of her speeches have been about this. So I need to put you two together too, Let's Jeff, go. because she, I mean, she's really on top of this. I mean, guess what? We're standing in the gap. We've been standing in the gap from day one. And I think all of us people at the end of the day, you know, I want one thing to happen. I want us to continue to be free. And I want my grandkids to one day get up and say, my grandfather stood in the gap for me. Mm -hmm. And that's important Amen. for me. That's what motivates Amen. me. All of the other stuff, guess what? That's just part of the job. You know, when God chooses you to do something, you better take it serious. But for me, I want my grandkids to say my grandfather stood in the gap for me. That's it. That's it. Well, I'm going to enroll you guys in the in the plan. I'm going to enroll you in the plan. Um, I, you know, there, we, we've got a whole thing that we're building out around this to go around the country. Um, and, uh, frankly, uh, I think that it's going to take, it's going to take all of us to get it done. We don't have time. It's got to happen this year. We can't wait till 2024. And no. we, we have to get in the gap together nonviolently and take back our country because most Americans feel the same way. The silent majority is, is Democrat and Republican. It's not, they're the same. Right. They're on the same, same, they have the same problems, the same pains, the same the things that they want for their children. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness and opportunity for their children and grandchildren. Right. They're stealing that from us. They're stealing it. That's right. Yes, so, they are. So, Ann, I, I don't I'm know what your thoughts are. I'm in a gap with you, Joe. Yeah. So, I, right I've, I've talked about it four times. And all four times, I've gotten the entire audience to enroll. They're like, yeah, we're in. We're scared. Like, I don't, we don't know what the consequences are. <laughs> But we're we're going to stand in the gap, Joe, and we, we love that plan. So it's great. That's it. And you'll find out there's a lot more people in the gap than not because people yeah. want people right. want to do the right thing by everybody. They just really innately do. It's the tyrants right now that don't care. But there's so few of them compared and, and, to the rest of us. I'm, and, don't be and, scared. And the, tyrants, the tyrants are losing every day. Every time Joe they Biden opens up his mouth, I just love it. <laughs> every time Kamala Harris says something or any of them say, I just love it. Every time Fauci lies, I love it. Every time the FDA comes out and does something horrifying to try to destroy our children, I love it because that means people are waking up. 
people are saying these are evil people. We have to protect our children. Amen. Well, um, I want to thank you guys immensely for coming on the show. Um, and I will stand shoulder to shoulder with you. What they do to you, they will do to me. You know that I will stop what I'm doing, jump in the car or an airplane and come to you if you ever need me. Um, yes, you would. And uh, I just I want you to know that I do appreciate all the work that you're doing. I do want to end this with a prayer. Um, and, uh, you know, if you want, we can all pray for Dr. Z. Um, you know, just say a prayer and, and I'll just pass it off to you and then you can pray and you can pass it off to Kevin and Kevin you can close us. If that works. That works. Let's go. Right. Father God, we are so grateful. We are so grateful for Ann. We are so grateful for Kevin. We are so grateful for those that have stood in the gap. We are grateful for Dr. Zelenko, Dr. Z. We are so grateful for the sacrifices that have been made. We're grateful for the opportunity you've given us to be born at such a time as this. We are grateful for the voice that you've given us, the courage to stand in the gap. And we are eternally grateful, Father, for the plan that you put in place to, to have faith and to act in faith and for just all the blessings that you've poured out upon our lives, yet recognizing that there's a path that you want to put us on and that we just need to honor that path. Father, as we go about our business, I would ask you to put a hedge of protection around our hearts and our minds. I would ask you to guard and to guard Kevin, guard their voice, guard their message, guard their travel, their families. Help them that they may use your words, that you may inspire them and you may lead them to do your work, Father. Father, I, we, we pray a special blessing over Dr. Z, Dr. Zelenko. We, we, he has done so much to save so many lives. And we would just ask for just supernatural protection over him, for you to give him strength that he can wake up and get back to the work that you and the path that you've asked him to be on. Father, please bless his foundation, but bless his health. Bless those around him and his family that they may be comforted. But please bless his health. Restore him and bring him back to us so that we can get to the business of building out institutions that can help us just restore, have a, a time of restoration in this country to bring you back into our community. Father, we know we don't have to fight for you. We, we know that we need to act in faith. We need to do good works. We know that you are just the, you are great. And that, that, but we need to be able to restore and do the things and have faith in you and to restore you to our community. So just give us the strength to do that. And we definitely need Dr. Z. So please, I know it's that your will will be done, but we just ask that you return him to us and that you heal his ailments. Father, I, I cannot tell you enough how important Dr. Zelenko has been. And I know you know this, but as the mortal here on, on earth, I can tell you, I've witnessed with my own eyes the immense respect and love of God that Dr. Zelenko has engendered on millions of people around the world. I know this because I get emails, I get text messages. I witness it when I go to speaking conferences and see how people respond to him. That man is a man of soft spoken words. His first things out of his mouth are always in your glory. Everything he does is to glorify you, Lord, the sanctity of life, the sanctity of marriage, and of course, to attack the demons, the, the primordial serpent, as he refers to it, to go right into the eyes and the heart and decapitate the head of the snake, which has been attacking humanity since day one. He has been a warrior for you, God, and for that, I ask that you please allow him to be with us here on earth before you call him home a little bit longer. I see the value in what he brings, not only 
his family, but to everybody in the world around him. The fact that we are having these conversations today, the fact that big pharma, big pharma is under the spotlight, and the fact that life and the sanctity of it are being glorified today is in large part due to Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. We need him here. He is a warrior for you, and everything he does is to, is to glorify you, Lord. So please, we humbly ask for you to return him back to us. He has more work that can be done here. We know he will be in, in with you at some point. We all will, Lord. We hope we all will. But I beg you, beg you, beg you on behalf of all humanity to please let him stay with us just a little bit longer. And also, Lord, please keep Carrie Made, Dr. Carrie Made, mm. who also is a strong yes. believer, uh, a voice for you. Please keep her safe. She has been through a horrific accident with her boyfriend, Billy, who was piloting their single engine plane. Uh, th these are two incredible warriors, again, for humanity and everything they do, they have been doing in your glory. So we humbly ask for you to bring them all into uh, back to us safely. As Joe said, place that hedge of protection around all of them, their families, and everybody who glorifies you, Lord. Bring everybody into that hedge of protection because we are all God's children. The more that we can bring into the family, the better it is for all of us. And we know you will reward us with everything that you can if we glorify you. So Lord, we thank you and we pray humbly to you to uh, continue to allow us to do the work here on earth so that we can serve you later in your kingdom. Father God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the things that are good in our lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you for putting a hedge of protection around all of our children. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for pulling back the veil of darkness so we can see into the light. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us to find out God courage. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for this earth. Thank you for our love. Thank you for our life. Thank you for our family. And for everyone that's listening, know that God is in your life. God is in your heart. God is in your mind. And Dr. Zelenko and our sister Carrie will be protected because God protects us because we show courage and we stand in the gap for, for mankind. I want to thank you for my grandparents. I want to thank you for Anne. I want to thank you for my parents. I want to thank you for Joe. I want to thank you for every parent that has stood in the gap for their children fighting against these evil monsters. I want to thank you for my wife. I want to thank you for my new tribe. And I want to thank you because I know every day we get up on this planet, we win. Every day we get up on this planet and breathe, we win. Every day we get up on this planet and show love, we win. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we we uh, we cl we close this with you, and and we uh, we leave it at your at your feet, Father. And and I know we some of this we probably don't have the <laughs> we know that your will will be done, but you know we, we have our preferences, and we know you have a sense <laughs> of humor, so you can you know give us that. We're, we're thank you for the the sacrifices of Jesus. We're thank you for. The fact that we have the opportunity to have eternal life. We're, we're thankful. We are so thankful. And we know it needs to be done. So just please give us the strength to, to do those things. Give us the courage to do those things. And the stamina to make sure that we can see it through. We ask all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 That's all beautiful. Right. Beautiful, Joe. My I brother love you. From another mother. Love you too. Love you, Ann. Love you. Yeah, I love you guys. Love you, hey. Beautiful. 
thank you for thank you for coming and on. And thank you, Apollo, Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer. Yes, Apollo. <laughs> Tom, I haven't seen him in a while. It was good to see him. There, there he is. There he is. All right. Well, I'll talk that, to you guys soon. Love you. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for going along with us. I appreciate you. God bless you. God bless. So they are two incredible warriors. I'm sorry. I'm just still getting used to the uh, progressives on my glasses. Um, but uh, so I touch them a lot. I need to stop touching my glasses. But it's like you do. Comments are like quit touching your glasses. Um, I, we we do know that we are being um, shadow banned. We do know that they are uh, piping the the views. I don't know why Rumble would be doing that. It seems really crazy to me, but it's definitely happening. So if it keeps happening, we're, we may push over just to uh, Frank's speech and get off of Rumble. Um, I'm going to have a conversation with Rumble later on, but um, we send a lot of people there and we send emails and things to people and people are constantly saying that, hey, Joe, I, you know, we just had, I think, 6,000 people we sent over to um, Rumble and none of those people, I guess, uh, watched uh, Tita Peters, so we have a problem. We'll fix it. I appreciate you guys for telling me and being the ones that stand in there and and voice your concern for these problems. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, I'm going to just tell you to become a Conservative Daily member. I know they're going to talk about it here in a second. I'm going to ask you to stand in the gap, support those that support you, that they give up their time, give up their energy, right, to stand for you and with you. So God bless you all. I'll see you later. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.